Good morning. The Dave and Doreen Morning KLH along with Marcus. Doreen's on vacation. And we are joined. Do they call you Chief? I don't even know. Do they? You, you can go with that. That's fine. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. The Chief Meteorologist, WISN 12, Mark Baden. It's been at least 10 years since you've been in here. It is shockingly long. Yeah. Since I've been inside the studio. It's good Thanks. to see you. Good to see you too, man. How's everything? The girls are... The girls are old now. 22, 20, and 16. Oh my gosh. Time flies. It does. And how many years at WISN 12? 26. 26 years. Yeah, it's been a good run. It's been an awesome run. No. It's not ending anytime soon either. Let's hope not. No, I hope not. <laughs> let, let, let's hope not. And we have you in here on a day when we have snow showers in oh, the forecast. Oh, yeah. People are already really excited about this. So when people see you out, what do they talk to you about aside from the weather? Is it always the weather? It's always the weather. Always the weather. It's always the weather. Okay. But it never. I'm not tired of that. I mean, and that's what I've, I've told my wife before. I'm like, you know what? If I ever get tired of answering people's questions about the weather, um, then it's probably time to uh, say goodbye. But uh, I love it. I mean, this is, I still eat, breathe, breathe yeah. it all in. When, when you were a kid, were you all about the weather? Always. Okay. Saw lightning strike a tree when I was seven. That and was that's it. what did it? That's it. No kidding. Yeah, that's, that's the true story. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. All right. So then you're like the arc of your life was always you were going to be. A weather guy, not necessarily on television. Uh, it was that was not my first desire. I wanted to be a researcher in Antarctica. This is <laughs> <laughs> so it, it took a little turn there. I still have not made it to Antarctica. At some point, that's on the bucket list because I think it would be fascinating. Do they have uh, any all inclusives there? <laughs> <laughs> It comes with green M&Ms. I wish we had the visual medium because Marcus asked, okay, what's it going to take to get you in here? I'm like, all green M&Ms. And seriously, right in front of me is a bowl full of green M&Ms. Nothing but green M&Ms. Yes. Where did you get those, by the way? I bought regular m I had to sift through all did of Did you those. really? Yes, I did. That's impressive. That's the links we'll go to to get a Mark Bain <laughs> in the studio with us. Oh, yeah. He's, he's all that. And, and, and a bowl of green M&Ms. Green M&Ms. <laughs> That's very funny. So- you wanted to go to Antarctica. Yes. Why? I because it's the like the farthest removed place on Earth. The weather is fascinating, uh, and so it was really. And it was. I mean, we're going back quite a few years. Mm-hmm. There's a way more people on Antarctica now than there yeah. was 35, 40 years ago. Uh, and so, I mean, that was like the forefront of weather research. And so, I think that's what fascinated me. And then in college, they started a campus TV station, and my buddy said, well, you got to try out. I did. There were four open positions. There were four people that tried out. <laughs> so I made it. <laughs> Where'd you go to college? Western Illinois University okay. in Macomb, Illinois. And you started doing the web. Now, the green screen always blows me away. If people are unfamiliar, I'm sure they are by now, but if you've never seen someone working in front of a green screen, what are the, what are the tricks of the trade? Well, it's, it's like looking in the mirror, so it flips things around. So you get, it just takes a little while to get used to. Uh, and so you've got, you've got a TV screen on either side of you. Inside the camera pointing to me is a TV screen as well. And so it's, it's all you can see what you're doing all okay. the time. All so right. you, you've, you've got that vantage point. And what you do, the tricks of the trade are making it look like I'm not looking at a TV screen. Mm-hmm. You want to make it look like you're actually pointing to, to, a, the, to, a, map, to a map, which is just a blank which screen. Which is a big green wall. 
mm-hmm. and, and that's it. it. Just get with time, it gets a little bit easier. Have you ever uh, made the mistake of wearing something too green? Yes, many you times. Have. Oh yeah, drives the uh, direct the director crazy if I have any green and. They can usually tweak it out, mm-hmm. but sometimes, I mean, if we have the Packers game on Channel 12, right. I mean, we want to wear some. You want to wear some green, yeah. Some, some Packers gear. Right. Uh, I can get away. The, the anchors can't do that. But uh, So I'll wear a Packers tie, and of course, there's some green in that. Right. And so that usually makes the director mad. <laughs> All right. So tell me tell me about when you, you know, you're crafting a forecast. How much of that forecast is your personal input versus the technology that you have access to? Good question. Uh, So we all, as meteorologists, no matter where you are in the country, we're all pretty much looking at the same stuff. We're we're going through all of these different models. The models are the models. The models are going to put out, they're going to spit out, and I've already looked at the models for tomorrow about how much snow we're going to get. And the range is from zero to about two and a half inches in Milwaukee. Um, and so you, you have that, but then you have to go with your own knowledge and especially being somewhere for a long time, there's a lot of things that are going to come into play for tomorrow. One, most of the snow is going to be coming in the daylight. And even though it's going to be cloudy, you still get solar radiation that comes through there. The ground is warm. It's still very, very warm. So there's going to be initial melting from that. It's going to be really tough to get any kind of accumulation on any surfaces that are concrete or asphalt, uh, because they're still really, really warm. That doesn't mean it can't happen. If you remember four years ago, that was the the great Halloween snow, right. where we ended up with five, six, seven inches of snow around the area. Uh, I think our forecasters were one to three that day. Uh, sorry. <laughs> People don't forget these things. Neither do I, because I don't like misses like that. So I, I would put most of us getting maybe around an inch on the grass, uh, probably pushing it. Okay, but... So you see... We all look at the same things. Now, as a team, uh, I've already been back and forth with Molly and Lindsay already this morning. Uh, Lindsay texted me this morning at 4.30 in the morning. Thanks. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I don't sleep. I don't get up at 4.30 in the morning. I'm not like you guys. Uh, and so we already are going back and forth, and we always send notes back and forth every day. But it gets much more in-depth, much more detailed when we have snow in the forecast or if there's severe weather in the forecast. And if it's really, really rough, then we're always, we'll always we'll conference call and make sure that we're all on the same page. I don't want Lindsay to say one thing right. and for, for me to come in and contradict her without something really changing because that we want to have that nice symbiotic uh, role right. and relationship. Yeah. Plus, you don't want to be – like you don't want to turn the TV on and go, what? No, (laughs) I wouldn't have said that. It's so true, though. And so Lindsay already sent a map of of snowfall forecast in the area. And so we tweak a few things um, early in the morning, this morning at uh, at five o'clock in the morning, as we're both looking at things. Mm -hmm. And so we're we're going back and forth. Okay, where should we put the one to two versus where should we keep keep it around one inch on the grass? Okay, so our trick or treating in Menominee Falls is tomorrow night. Oh boy, how bad and how cold no, is it going to be? No, most of it's going to be done by then. Okay, I, I think you're going to be fine. It's not like what it's going to be, what it was four years ago when mm-hmm. literally Halloween was canceled, right. And had to get pushed back to I think trick or treating was a couple days later the following weekend, right? Um, that that shouldn't be the case. Okay, 
Did you already do your trick or treating? Did they do it in your community? That was last night. Last night. Yes. Okay. Do you hand out full size candy bars? I do. You do. I do. I'm that guy. What do you once, go- Here's the problem. I did it once, and once you do it, you got to do it. You got to do time. it every year. Mm-hmm. Costco though has really good deals. They do. On they these. do. Yeah. Although I'm really bummed. We used to give out those. We always did those giant pixie sticks that are not oh, yes. sugar, and they're like three feet of sugar, yes. and we couldn't find them this year at Sam's or Costco. So. Um, they, I'm in a desperate mode to try to search. My, my father's favorite candies. If you let me know if you'll find them anymore. Cause, yeah. yeah his, oh, yeah. Well, you know, the parents love them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, kids, drink this entire straw of sugar at 830 at night. And have fun yes. when you get home. 